Hi, everyone, and welcome to another podcast episode with me, Elisa Keaton, a part of Revelation Wellness. This is not necessarily a revving the word, although you are, it might be just natural for you to hear my voice and start moving. That's funny. I just kind of thought about that. Um, I hope maybe that's true. I also hope that you're learning to hear my voice and to, to be still, to be edified, to be built up. I really, man, is that the passion of my heart is to see us all trained up to mature and to grow in Christ-likeness. And here's the thing. It's just not easy. I can't help but continually equate it to a workout. It's a workout. I love that Paul says that uh, we are to continue to work out our salvation for it's God who works in you. So there's the working out and the working in. I love to see you and hear how you are being stretched and changed and moved through the, the actual activity and the motion of revving the word, but also how God is working in you, how he is having his way in you and, and changing you from the inside out. It really, truly is the battle for which I was born to see you free. Uh, today, I have the joy of inviting you to something, but um, before I invite you, um, I need you to really hear my heart and know um, that where, where I teach from, where I come from is truly a place of seeing desolation for a long, long time, for seeing, um, I guess, women especially, who are striving for perfection or beauty. Um, they're really striving to be loved. And I think I have to raise my hand because I'm first to the table there. That's part of my story. But as a passionate lover of Jesus and also someone who has enjoyed the path of fitness, I am very aware that it can go into crazy places. Fitness is a wonderful tool, and it's a wonderful instrument, but it's never the thing that will save us. It just isn't. Our food won't save us. Our fitness won't save us. Our marriages won't save us. None of that will save us. The love from the world, the love of man will never save us, but God's love is so amazing, and I'm in love with His love, and I really am passionate about people knowing His love. So thanks for giving me a chance to talk to you today about something that I want to invite you to, but first let me give you some context. We are about to approach 2017. The new year is upon us. And as a fitness professional, this is like, this is high time. This is go time. In my 25 years as a fitness professional, I have uh, watched trends come and go. I have been in and out of too many gyms to count. A lot of things stay the same and a lot of and some things change. But in the end, that culture of stepping into a gym or stepping into a fitness facility, there's an energy, there's a buzz, there's excitement, there's community, and there's people that are looking to improve their lives. I love, I love finding people that they want to make a change. With that, I, I have been made for that. <laughs> yes, let's see change. And as we're coming up into the year of 2017 and we're coming off the holidays and all the, the, um, the crazy of crazy good of the holidays, it's fun. It's celebration for sure. Enjoy your life. Absolutely enjoy your life. There's nothing worse than 
being someone who needs to live according to food rules, restrictions, that you feel restricted or controlled or afraid or fearful. That's definitely not the culture that we want to raise you up in here. We really, freedom, freedom. 1 Corinthians 6.12 is a foundational verse for this ministry and for my own life. And it's Paul, and he's talking to the people in Corinthian that uh, in Corinth, and they are they're kind of exercising a lot of liberty to do whatever they want. I think if we look around, we can see a lot of that happening in the culture today. He says, "Everything is permissible for me." He's quoting them. He's saying, "You say everything is permissible for me," and then he says, "But not everything's beneficial." He says, "You say everything is permissible for me." but I will not be mastered by anything. This is a big, big, big thing, not to be mastered by anything. <laughs> that's freedom. That, that's, like, that's the goal of my life. I, don't, I want freedom, but not a freedom that destroys my freedom because I am free to do whatever I want, but in Christ, He gives me a liberty that expands my comprehension, my own self-imposed boundaries that I put on my own life, he gives me a freedom that I cr- I'm made for, that I crave. But I, I tend to, if without him, everything is permissible, that attitude of I can do whatever I want, but that thing can turn and master me. And I love that Paul would say, but I will not be mastered by anything. I am a woman who has seen slavery, seen bondage, especially when it comes to this, this fitness, this body thing. Whew. I have uh, battled for my own freedom. It's been messy. I'm still battling. I will continually, you can pray for me. It's not easy to walk the walk and talk the talk. Talk the talk, but really walk the walk, right? I can talk all I want, but walking it out is a whole nother level of strength and stability that I need in Christ. This being mastered by, by nothing, that's what I'm going for. And I hope that's what every podcast does for you. I pray it. I believe it is. If it's subtle, it's slow. It doesn't happen overnight, but it's subtle and slowly, and eventually you find yourself walking to the beat of a different drum, and it's the beat of the kingdom. And it sounds like this. His love never quits. His Love never quits. God's love is constantly pursuing us, influencing us, and moving us in a different flow of energy than the world will give us. It's supposed to come into direct collision with the world, not for us to disdain the world or to remove ourselves from it, but to actually be prepared for it to enter into it, to be set apart, to sanctify ourselves for the purposes of God so that we can enter into the world with the mercy and the grace and the forgiveness that God has given us. Being rich in all those things, we have the same abundance. But we're easily mastered by things. I can remember being a young girl, one of my earliest memories of exercise, no joke. Uh, We had a two-story house. And I was probably about five or six years old, 
maybe seven. And I know that my parents had a very, <sighs> mm, I want to say hostile. <laughs> There's a lot of conflict in our home. There was a lot of arguing. Um, a lot of, there were two main emotions, sad and mad in my home growing up. And I saw my mom be sad, I saw my mom be mad, I saw my dad be mad, I saw my dad be sad, and I saw it kind of go around and around. And they did the best they could. But I do remember it was somewhere around seven years old, and this was, you know, I was probably, gosh, I'll just date myself now, 1978. And I believe, if, if you all remember, I'm just going to give him a little props shout out. It's Richard Simmons. He had a show called like Exercising in the Morning or Richard Simmons. I don't know. It was something, but it, he had a TV show. And I, I remember seeing that show and watching, my, was sitting and watching it with, with my mom. And that was when aerobics was new, like this callus, this exercise, getting your heart rate up and and, and continually holding it up. This was new in the 70s. It started around the 60s, the science was there, but in the 70s we started actually seeing it show up in different ways. And I remember being a little girl watching that show and then part of his show was talk show and then the other half of the show was exercise. You got up and you exercised. And I remember doing that with my mom. I remember getting up and standing up and doing it with my mom. So for all of you mothers out there who rev well TV, I love to hear how you're all doing it as a family, like putting on the videos and moving as with your children. I'm so honored in the fact that we get to speak the word of God and truth about their bodies and their minds and who they are. What a privilege. Keep going, mamas. Keep going. They're watching. They're paying attention because I remember that. I remember, remember seeing my mom using her body uh, you know, in that way of exercising. And she, I remember thinking, wow, she's strong. Wow. Look at her go, wow, this is fun. I enjoyed that moment with her and it was free and fun. Just mother and a daughter kind of playing around. But I also remember this other moment then with my mom that she, uh, I came home from school one day and I, I didn't know where she was and I was looking around the house and I made my way to the back of the house where there was a set of stairs. And I get back there and I see my mom going up and down the stairs, up and down the stairs. And this was new, I'd never seen her go up and down our stairs. And it, it wasn't, um, I, I just had a sense that as she was doing it, she was panicked, like there was a, an energy of doing it that felt like she was she was punishing herself, that she had to do it. And now I know, looking back at that time, my ma, my my mother was aware of my of my father's indiscretions, inability to love her in a way that is what we, what a woman would hope for. And looking back, I know that it became the thing for her that she thought, if I could just get my body in shape, maybe my husband would love me. I never really saw my mom beyond that. It was a very small little window where I saw her exercise her body. Very small, very short-lived, but I, I remember her trying. But again, I remember it being 
some kind of strife or energy. It wasn't fun. It didn't look fun anymore. It looked like she was punishing herself. And it was a short time window and then it closed. I never, ever saw my mom work out again. I never saw it. And then slowly over the years, my mom did put on more weight and more weight and more weight. Her heart was broken, it was hurt. And I, it be, fell into that pattern of obsessing, of, um, or I'm sorry, neglecting her body, just neglecting it, just forget it, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm not chosen, I'm not loved, I'm not, it doesn't matter, my body is not going to save me, so it doesn't matter. And that was the path and trajectory she took. Now, I still love fitness. I remember still enjoying playing, running, sweating. I mean, I was the tomboy. I, I, if it wasn't a normal day, if I didn't smell, like I sweat all the time. And I enjoyed that and it was part of my design. And as I grew into it more and more, just being active, and by the age of 13, aerobics are in full swing, and I take an aerobic class, and I, I mean, I just lit up, I loved it. And then I also felt like, man, I have the tool here to help my mom. Like I, I thought, well, she couldn't help, maybe I can help her now. Now that I have more understanding of how to read a, a food label and foods to eat and how to exercise a little bit more and what it means, I thought I could now help her. And I never could. The truth, I never could help my mom. So that became a trajectory of me figuring, okay, I'm gonna help, this is what I enjoy doing, and I'm gonna help people to do it, to change their life, so that I couldn't help my mother, but maybe I can help someone else. Maybe I can help another woman to know she's more than her body. Meanwhile, I need to say this to myself, <laughs> but maybe I can make a difference, maybe in this way. I enjoy it, and I set off on my chosen field and profession to do that. And the years gave, went by and I, I grew in knowledge of, of fitness. I grew in certifications and, and experience with different clients. Fast forward to about, gosh, maybe 10, 15 years or so into my time as a professional. And I have a, another person that crosses my path and her name, we'll call her We'll call her Tiffany. <laughs> I was working at a local club, just teaching regular classes, teaching a spin class. And people knew that I was a trainer. I think if you, to see me or to know me, you would think, oh, she's a trainer. I think I, the Lord has definitely given me the body for the mission um, in, many, in many ways. And in some ways I personally enhanced it and took it back. You can read that about read all about that on how I tried to beautify and perfect my body and it just wasn't worth it. So I went back to my original design. But to look at me, even today, you would still say, she's fit, she's active, she's, she's fit. And I attracted some clients at this new club that I was teaching at and one of them was Tiffany. And Tiffany came to me and she was a stay-at-home mom, two daughters, um, well off. This was a very affluent club that I worked in in the city and so money was not an object and she wanted to work with me. 
She hired me uh, three times a week, which is a, three times a week for personal training is, is not cheap. And I remember the first day I met with her, she came in and she was your average mom, right? She wasn't extremely overweight. She wasn't necessarily the model of fitness. She was your average mom, like looking to just change her life, change her just to get into shape. So I met with her and we did our assessments and we came up with a plan. And Tiffany was excited. There's nothing better than knowing you're going to have somebody three times a week waiting on you, someone that's going to be literally at your beck and call, watching everything you eat and helping you with every part of your goal that has anything physical related, right? I mean, she basically, I look back now and I think in some ways, personal trainers tend to be glorified saviors in some way when it comes to bodies. They think if I hire you, you'll just tell me what to do and I'll do it and I'll get what I want. And you know what, friends, the truth is that does work. <laughs> it does work. But then I'm the savior of that person. So to give you the context, Tiffany began to train and she trained hard. And we did it healthy, we did it well. She, I gave her good solid food plans to eat. She did them, she, she gave up, you know, the excessive drinking of wine and excessive eating of sugar, all the things that we know to do. She did it, she gave it up. And weeks go by, it's probably about six, three months in, we do a body assessment just to recheck it. And she had lost tremendous amount of weight. She had gone from 27% body fat down to 18%. Like that's, and just so you know, 15 to 25%, anything under 15 is like com competition to compete. You're just, you're basically skin, muscle, hair, and bone. 15 to 25 is a good healthy range. She was clearly in a good health range. Her body was transformed. She looked completely different. But I remember her saying, I'm not satisfied. I want, let's keep going. I thought, all right, you want to keep going? Well, we're now entering fitness competition land. Like this is where it gets really, you want to get down there. And I knew what it took to get there. So I asked her if that's what she wanted and that's what she wanted. So we trained harder, trained consistently, just stayed consistent, kept changing up her plan, changing up her what she was doing, shocking her system, shocking her body, uh, keeping it on its toes, getting, making sure she had good rest, all these things that help in assisting the body in a metamorphosis. Another three months go by and she comes in to be tested. And I test her again. And at this point, she's 12% body fat. There's really not many more places for her to go. I think she might have even have been leaner than myself who was in a competition phase. She had it, she had the body, she had everything and beyond. She did everything by the rule. She did it perfectly. And I'll never forget the look on her face when we were all done and I looked at her and I said, you did it. You, you did it. You got what you wanted. I was expecting Tiffany to be really happy, like really excited, high fives, hugs, something, I don't know. But it was this really sad, empty moment where she looked at me and I'll never forget the words that she said. She said, so that's it? And I said, yeah, that's it. <laughs> you did it. 
And she just had this stare of like, huh. I think she was thinking that it would be this fulfillment, that it would it have been what she wanted, that to know she was the number that she was hoping for, because we didn't know, because we hadn't tested her body fat in some time, that that was gonna get her fulfillment. Come to find out that in Tiffany's marriage, she was sad, that her husband, there was some hard stress in her marriage, that they were having a hard time, their kids were a hard time. There were just things inside her life. You spend a lot of time with, with someone three times a week, especially when they're sweating and working hard. People's defenses come down. They tell you things that you're like, whoa, okay. And I knew it was never, ever really about that for about the 12% body fat for Tiffany. So those two things hang over me. They hang in the balance of what I know to be Almost every story, almost every, I'm not saying all, but when you enter into a goal with a motive that is centered on yourself or centered even on your circumstances or centered on even a problem, like solving a problem through your own willpower, it will never satisfy. So everyone falls, everyone of that group of people fall into that bucket of obsessing or neglecting, like my mom that just stopped and gave up and said, forget it, it's not worth it. My husband's not gonna love me, I can't change him. Whatever it is, whatever the thing is, you go, it just never changes. Or you go and you work hard at it and you make it all about it and you buckle down and you get the goal and in the end, it doesn't fully satisfy. Neither one, both women, still unsatisfied. I don't want to see you fall into that pattern, friend. I'm inviting you now. I want to invite you off the crazy roller coaster. Get off the roller coaster. I'm inviting you to get off the proverbial fitness treadmill that is getting faster and faster and faster. We are about to embark on our 30 days the little way, our 30 day fitness faith, then food and fitness challenge, and you are invited to join us. 30 days of doing it God's way, 30 days of taking the little way, the narrow road, while the rest of the world's gonna get really busy, losing weight or buckling down, getting, getting after their resolutions, we're just gonna resolve to get after Christ. I promise you, it, you'll lose weight that you never knew you needed to lose, that you, that you just had no idea was there. <laughs> God is real and He wants you to know how real His love is for you. 30 days the little way, we're going to train together. So if you've been doing the Revving the Word podcast, this actually will give us some some structure, because structure is good. We're not, we're not abandoning all, all good things. Calendars are good. Menu plans are good. And you're going to get that with us for 30 days. You're going to get access to RevWell TV. So beyond just revving the word, you'll get access to those workouts, a workout calendar that works with the RevWell TV. You can absolutely keep using the podcast as you wish. Um, also, though, we said the menu plans, the food plans, like easy, it, not, it's not complicated food science, just 
sound, healthy, and whole food, menu planning, shopping lists, um, we're just trying to make it really simple for you. It's, it's simple. The gospel's simple. Fitness is simple. It really truly is. But it's not easy. So for 30 days, we're going to go after the narrow little way, not the way of the broad way that leads to destruction, but the, the narrow way that leads to life. So join us because it's that time of year. Why not? You get a part for 30 days that Revwell TV daily devotionals will come to your email inbox. I am just wrapping them up. They are hot off the press of my brain of these daily devotionals that every morning you will have a, a, a devotional to read um, and some training to do as you move your body for 30 days, some journaling to do, and of course the healthy eating that we encourage you to do. There is no pass or fail if you just participate the best that you can show up for 30 days. But I promise you, if you just read the devotionals and got after your heart and moved your body as a response to God's love, that's the big difference as a response because God is calling you, because God is speaking wholeness and abundant life over you. That is something my mom and Tiffany never had and I want to give that gift to you. All of this, 30 days devotionals, 30, rev, 30 uh, days of Revwell TV with workout calendars. And by the way, for those of you that don't even like to work out or you know someone who doesn't, we've organized a 10 minutes a day workout calendar. So you only need to give us 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, a workout calendar. We also have full length workout calendars for those in the challenge as well that want to go longer. But we wanted to make it simple for those of you that go, I, those of you that say, I don't have time or I don't really like to do it, give us 10 minutes. 10 minutes with Revwell TV, I promise you. So worth it. We don't need to move more, we need to move better. The menu plans for 30 days, the, work, the, the shopping list, plus a private Facebook group with me. Um, I'll be back there doing some Facebook Lives and ongoing coaching accountability. And we'll be yes, answering the simple, the, the practical questions, like um, dealing with food cravings, um, how often should I should I be eating? How what kind of foods? Um, how I'm going to do a podcast on this one, but how, what does a well-rounded fitness routine look like? What would it look like um, if you're doing the revving the word? How many interval high intensity training should I do? There is sound science, and I'll I'll give you all that the best that I can um, because there's so much the, as much as I can cover in 30 days. You have access to my brain. But mostly I pray you have access to the abundance, the freedom, the immeasurably more that is found in God. And we'll do that in numbers. There, wherever there's one or two or more gathered in His name, there's an army. And we're going to do this all together. So tell your friends, all this friends, for any donation amount, you are invited to participate in the little way. 30 days, the little way, when less is more. Any donation amount gets you in. We suggest $10, but I can tell you this, this fitness challenge is worth over $200. You would pay for 30 days of this much training. You would pay absolutely over, I, I even think I'm underselling it there. I don't care about what the making of the money part. I do want you to put some skin in the game. I would ask that you give the best that you can give. If revving the word has been blessing you, now's the time. We are a nonprofit. It is tax deductible. You help us raise up our fitness missionaries and send them out into all parts of the world 
We have um, ambassadors in rehab centers, um, wounded veterans, those coming out of uh, sex trafficking. We have them in uh, Teen Challenge. We have people in young at youth at risk, moms, um, shelters uh, for women, uh, women's shelters, women's prisons, doing what you're doing here with me. Rev well, revving the word, moving your bodies when it's about more than the food or the fitness because God's love compels us. So your donation will help us to continue to do this. We have big dreams here and it goes way beyond seeing the average uh, uh, middle-class America lose some weight. That's all great, but we want to see people lose the weight that holds them back from the abundant life that God has called them to live. And it has everything to do with fear, shame, unbelief, disappointment, bitterness, hurt, pain, things that have happened to them that need to be healed on the inside. Then our bodies have a chance to have everlasting change, even if our bodies fail us, that we know God is good. So please head over to the website, go to revelationwellness.org under the events tab, the little way, sign up. The signups are open today. Well, they opened, I'm recording this as of today. They will close on January 6th. We have to hear that right, right now, January 6th, it will close and we cannot open it. For those of you that email me very upset on January 7th, please, I'm so sorry. We need to get you all ready because on January 9th, the challenge begins. Monday, January 9th, we'll all start together and we'll spend 30 days. We'll use all our resources. We're gonna get after the Word of God. He's gonna change you from the inside out. Here's how I know why, because He promised me. And if He said it, He'll do it. He promised me. Everything is permissible for you, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for you, but you, friend, are not to be mastered by anything. Not to obsess over your body and not to neglect your body. Not to be mastered by the emotions, the hurt, the pain, the wounds. Not to be mastered by the number that's under your feet. Not to be mastered by the image that you see on a magazine cover. Not to be mastered by the woman standing next to you, she is your greatest, greatest asset. She's not your adversary. We all come into this together. We're the body of Christ together. All shapes, all sizes, all ages, all colors, all creeds, it's the body of Christ. And we're gonna train for 30 days. All right, so I'm so grateful. Uh, I hope that those stories resonate with you in a way that you go, yep, not doing either one. <laughs> and maybe you've been on either side, but the little way, the narrow way is somewhere down that road where we avoid those two ditches and follow after Christ more and more. All right, well, if you have any questions, please feel free to email info at revelationwellness.org. I'm happy to answer your questions, but until we meet again, friends, bless you. We'll see you. Peace.